and welcome back to Noah's Window. Today we're going to go into uh, the book of Psalms and a Psalm of David in uh, chapter 25. And by the way, if, if you haven't already done this, I want to encourage you to grab your Bible and, and read the previous chapters because 22, 23, and 24 are chapters you don't want to miss. They're a trilogy right. of Psalms that are Messianic Psalms. Psalm 22 is the crucifixion. Psalm 23, it's kind of like the... I think you could, I mean, I'm being maybe a little bit over the top here, but it's sort of like the funeral sermon for Jesus. Mm. And then Psalm 24 is the resurrection. Mm. So these are, those are three very powerful Psalms. So coming right off of those Psalms, we have Psalm 25, which is a Psalm of David. And again, I hope you'll read the whole thing because I'm going to jump around a little bit here. But starting out the chapter, David says, Oh Lord, I give my life to you. I trust in you, my God. Now, you know what? There is um, a, a statement right there that all of us, I hope, would bring to the Lord. I give my life to you, and I trust in you. It's kind of interesting, because God is the one who's given our lives to us. Right. And so David is like, Lord, I can't handle it. I'm going to give, give it, it back, back to you. And I really believe sometimes, I think that's what the Lord is waiting for from us, oh, I'm sure. is that awareness that we can't handle life by ourselves. It reminds me, we were just talking a few days ago, last week, Romans 12, 1, about giving your life as a living sacrifice. That's what God wants to be in a relationship with us, but He wants us to live for Him. And that's where we're going to have joy and fulfillment, is living for Him. But this is kind of the same thing, but we're way back in Psalm chapter 25. Well, let me jump down and just read you one more, because um, there's so much there. And, and again, I hope you'll go read in between this, because I even hesitate to jump over so many real powerful verses but I want to jump in in part of uh, verse 7 because I think um, this one we can all relate to as well because uh, David says do not remember the rebellious sins of my youth remember me in the light of your unfailing love for you are merciful O Lord so I think when we think about our relationship with the Lord very often in my conversations with people one of the things that I think is part of our human nature that we see is we're so disappointed in ourselves Mm -hmm. we believe that God is so disappointed in us that we automatically um, assume that we're that um, his mercy has been exhausted well you know the thing that really is beautiful to me about what David is saying here is his sins are the same mm-hmm. I mean he, you know he said please don't look at my sins in the, in, in the light of your judgment but he said look at my sins in the light of your unfailing love and your mercy and your mercy mm-hmm. so it wasn't that David's sins were somehow better or right. he's just saying Lord please look at me in the light of your unfailing love and mercy and that's a common theme throughout the Psalms with David uh, because David will say Lord you know I'm dust Lord you know who I am you remember what your servant is and he is pleading with the Lord to see him through the best possible light the light of mercy and grace which of course God does but I think the way to understand clearly what we're talking about here and the reason I really wanted to focus on the first verse is it starts out with a humble heart yes David said Lord I give myself to you I trust in you so with a humble and honest heart when we come to the Lord and we ask for his mercy it's that humble uh, asking for forgiveness. Really. Well, I think the thing that strikes the balance is, balance is that David knows his sin is bad. Thank you. I mean, That's he doesn't okay. come from yeah. a liberal perspective that says, well, I'm not sure it's sin, and if it is, uh-huh. it's just uh-huh. not that bad, and everybody does it. David knows that his sins are bad, and he is uh-huh. saying, Lord, if you looked at my sins through the lens of perfect accuracy, I couldn't stand. You know, he would say on another occasion, if you would mark iniquity, who could stand? Mm-hmm. So he knows his sins are awful. He's just so, asking God to look at look at him through, through his mercy, his mercy and, grace. and his grace. And that reminds me of um, in talking to an audience of people 
and uh, you know when you have an issue that you're bringing up that's an issue of the heart and my experience has been the tender-hearted people are always like is it me did i do that i'm so sorry you know and you're like no it wasn't you you know and the people that really are the problem they're they're not even you know it, it's not even registering with them oh gosh so. i've dealt with that as a pastor of course our church is large today so i don't really experience this anywhere like i used to when our church was small and i kind of knew everybody but and i, I never preach to any individual i'm always preaching the truth mm -hmm. to the whole congregation but people are going to hear a message you know and did that someone tell the pastor about me or something mm -hmm. and they're going to hear it in those terms and so i would be preaching sometimes on a particular sin and there would be somebody who would be a perfect example of Christian grace in that area that would say, oh, Pastor Mark, I really came under conviction in the sermon tonight. And then you'd have somebody that lived a lifestyle of what I've talked about. And they're like, well, that's they're great. Yeah. yeah, you know, if, uh, thank you for the sermon, Pastor. If they'd have been here, you'd have talked yeah, to them. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And, and you're just kind of stepping back thinking, wow, look at the sensitivity of this mm -hmm. Christian who has a close walk with the Lord. You know, she's concerned that maybe this is an issue in her life. And you're thinking you're probably the last person that would have this issue. But the other encouragement I want to you know, I'm, I'm going to assume all of us, those of you here watching and listening to this window, you already have a humble heart before God. Yeah. And, you know, the danger here, I think, um, for those of us who really do want to honor the Lord and give our life to Him, uh, when we know about our weaknesses and our failures, and we feel the heaviness of that, sometimes that can stop us from fulfilling what God wants us to do in our life. And I think that's the larger. Isn't it important to remember that the closer we get to Christ, the more our sins show up? That's right. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's kind of like looking in a mirror in in bright sunlight or something. You know, when you look in the mirror and you can just see everything that you don't see normally. Um, I think I think it's because uh, sometimes I think we can feel like a bigger failure when we're close to the Lord, but right. it's because He's just drawing us to that place of closeness to Him, where we spot those flaws and we'll deal with them. He's not trying to bring judgment to us; He just wants to get us to grow in grace. Ryan, you've always told me, you know, when there's correction that comes in your life, it's it's never punitive. It's just to get you on the right path, getting you going the right way for fulfillment. And it could be that God wants us to do greater things. That's right. You know, I can remember in sports, you know, sometimes the coach would would get on you the hardest because you were going to be playing you were going to be playing the game, whereas a player that was going to be on the bench, he might not say much yeah, to Yeah, spend the time. So if you have that, um, that feeling of disappointment about yourself and you're humble before God, don't let your, your failures keep you from fulfilling what God yeah. has for you in your life. And remember that He will look at you and at your life through uh, the lens of His mercy. Well, His David grace. didn't have this, song, this particular verse yet because it was written several hundred years later, but I don't think any of us can overlook Lamentations right now, mm -hmm. where the Bible tells us that His mercies are new every, every morning, morning, and great is His faithfulness. So, if yesterday was a bad day, if we failed, then confess it to the Lord, turn from it, and then receive His mercies that are new and fresh today. That's right. That's right. So, I hope, I hope that will be true of you today, as you're whatever it is that you're grappling with or facing, whatever challenge there is, that that will be an encouragement to your heart. So, Mark, could you use a white prayer? Father, we are sinners, and if you were to treat us uh, as our sins deserved, we, we would not be able to be in your presence. But Lord, through the blood of Jesus Christ, you have made a way for our sins to disappear forever. And we love you and thank you for it. And even as Christ followers, knowing that we are your children and sin can never separate us from you, we, we do not want to allow anything in our lives 
that would get in the way of a of a relationship with you that's overcoming. So as David said, Lord, please look on our faults and failures uh, through the lens of your mercy and grace and help us to grow in that grace. Help us today, I pray, with whatever we face and we'll give you the praise and glory in the name of Jesus, our Savior. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for joining us today on Noah's Window. We'll look forward to seeing you again tomorrow. We will. God bless.